Welcome to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. I'm your host, Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, certified life coach, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help high-achieving boss women lose their weight for the last damn time and up-level their lives. When it comes to your health, weight loss, and this thing called life, I'm not saying it'll always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. One common habit that silently sabotages your weight loss progress is snacking. So whenever I tell my clients to stop snacking, they get mad at me. But hear me out. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell them. The fundamental issue with snacking is this. If you're eating balanced meals and you're eating too satisfied on our hunger scale that we use, which is not full, just satisfied, there's a difference. Three to five bites is usually the difference between satisfied and full. If you're eating to satisfied, you should not feel hungry in between meals. If you do feel hungry, it's a pretty good indicator that you're either missing some nutrients, you're under eating, or you're emotionally eating. And here's where it gets a little tricky when it comes to under eating. Because if your body is used to snacking and then you stop, your body has that memory of we eat every three hours and now she's not eating. What's happening? right? So a new client of mine has actually been struggling with this because she's like, I'm not sure if I'm still hungry. I don't know what's happening. And what I'm telling her is her body's just recalibrating. She's used to eating like this. Her body has been eating like this for decades. This is why habit change can be really difficult because whenever you start changing your habits, it takes a while for your brain to catch on and for your body to catch on. And the other issue with snacking is that most of us are not reaching for fruits and vegetables when we snack throughout the day, right? Instead, it's chips, cookies, even protein bars that are loaded with sugar and empty calories and might as well be a Snickers bar. Then there's the insulin connection. Insulin is a hormone that regulates your blood sugar levels. The more you eat, the more insulin your body releases into your bloodstream, which can result in inconsistent blood sugar levels and this perpetual sugar adaptation. I've talked about being sugar adapted versus being fat adapted in other episodes, but essentially, as long as there is sugar in your body, your body will consistently burn that sugar for fuel instead of tapping into its fat reserves. That's why we want to eliminate as much processed foods from our diet as possible in order to start burning fat. If you want to burn fat and become fat adapted, you need your body to burn fat for fuel instead of sugar for fuel. And it's only going to do that if there is no sugar to burn. Think of it like going to the refrigerator versus going to the deep freezer. The sugar in your body is in the refrigerator. The fat in your body is in the deep freezer in the basement. If there is food in the refrigerator, you're not going to go to the deep freezer, right? Because that's not convenient. That is exactly what our bodies do with sugar and fat. Snacking will also disrupt your body's natural digestive process. So typically, it takes around six hours to fully digest a meal. So think about this. If you're snacking every three hours, you're essentially interrupting this process and asking your body to restart the process multiple times a day. 
it's very ineffective. This disruption prevents your body from being able to absorb and utilize food properly, which leads to storing excess calories as fat. Here's another thing about snacking. It can actually affect your mental well-being. A lot of my clients come to me saying things like, I'm just so tired of always thinking about food. And that is a very real struggle. Constantly eating throughout the day will keep your mind fixated on food. If you're always thinking, I need to eat. What should I eat? I think I should eat. Should I really eat though? Am I actually hungry? Oh, this looks good. I mean, one bite won't hurt, right? It's so counterproductive if you're working on developing a healthier relationship with food and ultimate food freedom. And food freedom to me is when you only think about food while you're planning it and eating it. If we have at least 60,000 thoughts a day and you're constantly thinking about food plus everything else in your life, that's not going to get you to food freedom, which means you're going to be at the mercy of your urges, your cravings, and your emotional hunger. And when you're snacking throughout the day, your cravings can actually intensify because it creates this perpetual cycle of overhunger, ultimately leading to overeating and consequently weight gain. So if you suspect that snacking is holding you back on your weight loss journey, here's what to do instead. First, you want to do the crowding out method, which is just prioritizing healthier options like vegetables and lean protein to keep you satisfied, which reduces the urge to snack mindlessly. Two, I want you to make sure that you're drinking enough water throughout the day. I'll be saying this for the rest of my life. You must drink half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. So if you weigh 160 pounds, 80 ounces a day, just do it. I get so much grief (laughs) from my clients when we first start working together. And then about a month later, they're like, I love water. I don't know what I've been doing this whole time. Yeah, you've been thirsty this whole time. Cut it out. Half your body weight in ounces. Oftentimes we think that we need a snack when what our body really needs is water. Staying hydrated not only helps control hunger, but it also supports their bodily functions, including digestion and metabolism. Then I want you to plan your meals in advance. Having healthy, balanced options readily available makes it so much easier to resist the temptation of snacking. Number four, pay attention to your body's hunger cues. If you truly feel hungry between meals, opt for a small nutritious snack like a piece of fruit, a vegetable, or a handful of nuts. And by handful, I mean like 10, not the whole bag. And lastly, you're going to want to manage your thoughts around snacking. That's really where the work happens. It's so easy to believe your thought errors and your excuses around why you think you need a snack throughout the day. But if you're struggling to lose weight and you're a habitual snacker, that's probably one of the reasons why you're struggling. But not to worry, because I'm here to help. So if you're ready to change your relationship with food and your body, I want you to apply to work with me. Let's get on a call and let's see if we're aligned. Just click the link on my show notes. You'll be able to schedule a time to talk to me and we'll go from there. And that's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. To learn more about how to work with me, go to eva.fit and click on the work with me button. 
While you're there, be sure to check out my free weight loss resources so that you can get a jumpstart on your journey. I'll see you there.